0: everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of comment section that's right you know every year we try to do a San Diego Comic-Con special but alas a San Diego Comic-Con happened and there wasn't really that much news and Paul Paul is someone who doesn't like wasting money and he said, yes. "Hey, look. We booked you, for this time to do a special about upcoming like comic book news stuff, we're gonna get our money's worth I said okay Paul, okay okay so we decide you know what because we've been doing a lot of specials lately, I guess we're doing another one again right now. <laughs> yeah there is some news that we have missed uh, the past few months so we decide you know what let's hit those things let's you know what? We weren't there to give our thoughts, our feelings, on this news, th- these pieces of news, and to quote yep. Alfred from The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's a classic quote. Yes. I think
1: about that quote all the time.
0: Oh, yes. It's like Christopher Nolan would, like put that in there when he knew the movie sucked. But yeah. um here we are to talk about some upcoming DC news stuff. And I guess yeah, we'll we'll probably save the some cuz we also have another episode coming about what we've been watching lately. We'll probably mm-hmm. save Did we want to save all that for the next one or
1: Yeah, I would say so. Um there's a lot of DC to to cover this time and yes. so but but there's also a lot of um just time spent uh the last you know it's been a little bit since we've had an episode so um i mean it's possible my entire uh uh, media watching life has changed i mean you never know so you'll have to tune in to the next episode because we've got
0: plenty of that to talk about oh and some news as well by the way next episode i know we talked about what we've been watching lately but for the first time in several years, I was also able to add another thing besides just watching with media. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So, But we're not here to talk about that. God, why do we do this already we get off topic? <laughs> that's, we are here. That's how it is. I don't we're, know if
1: you remember, but this is where we fall down the rabbit yes, hole.
0: Yes, that rabbit hole, you never know when it will pop up, but it just yep. did. But let's get back on topic. With DC, dive into the world of DC, and actually, even though there wasn't a lot of stuff to come out during Comic Con, there was one piece of news, and it is old, trusty, reliable, and that was the upcoming DC animated movies. So, yep. they've been going on since 2007. Have some, we've had some great ones like Batman: The Dark Knight Returns, Flashpoint, my favorite. Under this series, Batman Under the Red Hood, and we got the announcement of two upcoming ones, and people from the eight people who love comic books from the eighties are going to be very happy, because besides Dark Knight Returns, they are probably the two most iconic DC comic titles from the nineteen eighties, and they are Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths and Watchmen. So, Interesting.
1: Yes. So another 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 couple of new takes on some things we've technically already seen adaptations of, but yes, uh,
0: we have had two. Pretty cool. La- yeah. Both of them have already been done in live action, but now we're getting them in animated form. So, let's first talk about Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths. Don't you feel like we have a little deja vu right now? Like, yeah, it's I've heard almost like we talked about this yeah. four years ago. Yeah. So, here's what we have so far about info of the movie. It's called Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths. And that's it, that's all we know officially. So, wow. Well, yes. that tells us a lot, though. Yeah, it does. It's it's based <laughs> on one of the most beloved comic book uh, series. So, for this, we I've been looking about like what a lot of people are debating about online, theorizing, guessing, and many people believe that it'll be part of what they're calling the Tomorrowverse, which is they have um, this continuity of movies. That began with Superman Man of Tomorrow, which is why it's called the Tomorrowverse. And they've been using a lot of the same actors. Darren Criss as Superman. Jensen Ackles as Batman. Who's... Honestly, Jensen Ackles might be my number one choice to be Batman in the upcoming DCU live action. But we can talk about that later. Yeah. But there's no official confirmation about that. So... And the fact that there is no official confirmation, I think if it were to... It would feel weird for it to be set in that universe that just started. So my guess is that it's not, but it could be. They've been jumping around a lot with time. Like, Superman just started, and now he's already mentoring, mentoring Supergirl. Mm-hmm. And just I'm just like, it jumps around a lot. But A lot of the movies are good, but it jumps around with the timeline. So... A lot of people have been wondering, is this going to be a straight adaption of the comics? Is it going to be like Dark Knight Returns or Under the Red Hood or year, Batman Year One where it's literally, word for word, the comic book on the animated screen? Or is it going to be kind of its own thing? Because a lot of people are thinking, oh my god, they're going to get a bunch of actors From a bunch of other DC animated stuff to come in and reprise their roles. So what's it going to be? Um, My guess is that I think it's probably going to be a little bit of both. Even though I've read the original comic, it's not a cameo filled book. I don't yeah. know why people think that's so important, but because
1: that—that's what—that's what they think that movies are now.
0: <laughs> yes, I mean it's been happening a lot lately. Some have worked out better than others. Yeah, but movies are when you see other things you like. Yes, exactly. It move movies are basically going home to see an old friend you never thought you'd see again. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it will probably be um, a combo of the two. Now, obviously, we have no information about this movie, so there's not a lot for you to go on, but what what do you think? Do you think it will be a straight adaptation of the comic? Will it be a cameo fest, or will it be, like I think, a combo of both? Um,
1: I... I think straight adaptation of the comic would be, like, a refreshing thing to do. Um, I like that would be my preference. Can, yeah, I think it can work really, really well. Um, uh, gosh, it almost makes me want to shoehorn in another bit of news <laughs> that I was almost going to bring up. I, but I, um, It's sort of like the, the live-action version of this thing I'm talking about did it but there's going to be an animated version now too of uh, Scottville Scott Pilgrim versus the World which is oh, yeah, a gra- heard about graphic that. novel series. The live action version is almost a straight adaptation adaptation of the graphic novel and it kind of look except massively cut down cuz there's like six parts of that series but it looks like this upcoming uh animated version that does have the full cast uh from the movie which is cool. Um May just be like a straight adaptation of everything that happens through the entire series of the graphic novels. Um, and it's just, it's a great gra- graphic novel to animation is a really seamless transition. Um, and I, I support it.
0: Yes. So we know that's what uh, we would like, but what do you think it will be? Do you think it will be a straight adaptation? Or will they try to shoe in some, shoehorn in some cameos?
1: Um, what do I think it will be? Um, well, you said you said they've done it before, right? How how much have they done this before?
0: Of uh, crisis, adapt- or yeah. straight,
1: or how many? Yeah, how many DC animated things are just straight adaptations?
0: Well, there used to be more when Bruce Tim was in charge. Uh, right now it's under Butch Lukic. And there are some that are more faithful than others, like Batman The Long Halloween was very much mm-hmm. like the comic. Um, what's another one they did? They haven't done a lot recently that are based on specific comics. I Superman Man Tomorrow was kind of an origin story, but kind of its own thing. Mm-hmm. Green Lantern, uh, Beware My Power was kind of its own thing. So... Lately, they've been doing more original stories than straight adaptations. Like, under Butch Luka, I would say only Batman The Long Halloween has been, like, the real straight adaptation.
1: Yeah. Uh, Well, I think, even though, yeah, that's what I would want, I think that more likely what what we're getting probably is something closer to like a pretty faithful adaptation but they can't help themselves put to put in some cameos to spice it up.
0: Yes. So since we both agree that there will probably be some cameos, let's throw out a few possibilities, shall we? <laughs> Why not? Now uh, this first one I'm going to bring up and I think there's actually a really good possibility of it. Hmm. And the first one I'm going to bring up is Tom Welling. Mm. So, Tom Welling obviously came back and played Clark Kent in the live-action Crisis on Infinite Earths. And lately, he and Michael Rosenbaum have been talking about wanting to do an animated version of Smallville, like a continuation. So, he's already shown interest in it. And I think that, I think TV actors you're more likely to get than, like, the movie actors. And, like, of, like, our current, like, living live-action Superman, he is, like, easily the most beloved one. I think Tyler Hecklin is, like, right up there, but we've known Tom Welling longer. But, like, of all the ones we have that are still around... Tom Welling is easily the most beloved Superman actor, and he's come back. He's expressed he's expressed interest. I think there is a real possibility that Tom Welling could pop up if they want, hmm. if they're going to do a bunch of cameos. So, what do you think? Um, possibility, Tom Welling.
1: Yeah, I mean, you. Uh, I see how you're connecting the dots and how it uh, could happen. I, um, truthfully have no context on, like, you know, and maybe that's why this is going to be a bit of a, my, uh, as we've talked about many times, I have very little exposure to DC animated as opposed to, like, DC live action, which I've basically seen almost all of, um, so... I don't have a lot of context uh, into what is possible, but so.
0: All right. So, next up is another one I think is a real possibility the Arrowverse cast members. So, Arrowverse has been, I'll, I'll just say, Arrowverse has been carrying the DC brand on its back the past decade while the movies have really struggled. Mm hmm. I think there is if they're doing a cameo fest, I think it is like there's a good chance you could see Stephen Amell as Green Arrow, Grant Gustin as the Flash, Melissa Benoist as Supergirl, Tyler Hecklin as Superman. So, uh, Cress Williams as Black Lightning. So, it, I think that I think that both Tom Welling and the Arrowverse cast are very good possibilities. So since you haven't really seen the Arrowverse, it's not like I don't care about your opinion, but I'm just assuming <laughs> you don't have one about if the Arrowverse cast could oh. appear.
1: Well, it kind of goes into what I said. I think my uh, th- thing is like, um, I, I, wait, before you said all this, I was going to say like, oh, I, I bet that they won't necessarily dip into live action uh, actors and make them voice act these. I think they'll probably dip into like, the history of uh, different voice actors who've played them in animated, like you know.
0: Well, dip into also that. to bring up Stephen Amell, Grant Gust, and Melissa Benoist—they have voiced the characters in animation that they did for uh, stuff online for the CW's website.
1: Got it. Okay, so it's it's in it's definitely in the cards. Then, They've done it so. before. Yeah. So, in that yeah, in that case. I definitely see it as a high possibility then.
0: Yes. All right. Let's just throw this out there. We talked about Smallville and the Arrowverse. What are the chances of someone from the DCEU popping up? My guess is probably not. Number one is I don't think that... I don't think they would want to pay to have them come in. (laughs) And number two... Um... At the time that they will have been making this, because obviously animation takes a long time, they were still planning to continue with the DCEU. And I don't think they would have wanted to do anything that could possibly contradict what they were going to do. Mm -hmm. Because also, before James Gunn took over, they were planning to do a Crisis on Infinite Earths live-action DCEU movie. Yeah. So, I don't think they would have wanted to do anything that contradicted it. Like, they had Ezra Miller appear in the CW crisis. But, that was, like, it it was such a small thing that went not like, inter- it wouldn't affect the DCEU storyline at all, so.
1: Yeah. And I also think, like, that might have been a different time where I think right now they're probably being extremely careful with where the movies are going. So.
0: Yeah, so as much as I think it would be fun to hear Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman in there, I doubt it. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the wrong notes because I have it broken up into two. Okay, I'll throw a curveball out here. Something I I wonder because me it's a it's a maybe it's a not likely but I'm not saying it's completely impossible. What about Michael Keaton as Batman? Hmm. Because he did come back for The Flash, and also he came back for Batgirl. Uh Scrapped. Uh, He also came back. We lost
1: you again. No! I can hear me! (laughs) You're you're, you're back. back.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. You said it like a doctor too, like, uh, well, lost I, I think, I think we lost him again. <laughs> Do we bother turning on the paddles? I battles? think we give up this time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, really, three times. It's time to like yeah.
1: go. Yeah, so like doctor, I think we lost him again. Again, just, just the- give up.
0: <laughs> Did I ever tell you my plan, like, for my last few moments to try to extend as little of life in this. Reality as possible.
1: I don't. I don't believe I've heard this.
0: <laughs> so it's so. I don't think I've told anyone this. So let me share it on the internet. Yeah, of course. So I'm going to try to milk every minute I can before yeah. the inevitable end. And I believe that the way to do that is through adrenaline.
1: you
0: So yeah. my. I've always imagined like my last two minutes are in a hospital. Are in a hospital bed. Yeah. And. You know, I I hope that maybe there's a chance like you see your like you know, all right, this here it is, here it comes. So my last few minutes, I believe, were the worst what's the worst possible thing you could think of before you're about to die. It will be me yelling, "Oh my god, I'm going to hell! I'm going to hell!" No! No! So it'll just be me screaming. I'm burning up. I'm going to hell. Yeah. And then you gotta death. find some
1: way to bring. Yeah, you gotta find some way to activate. Yeah. That adrenaline.
0: That adrenaline. Now either I stay longer, or it'll give the doctors, the nurses, everyone in the room a story to tell forever.
1: Yeah. You might convert some people. I <laughs> would. Yeah.
0: Yes, so that that's that's my way, even if it's just for a few seconds, just to get that adrenaline.
1: Yeah, yeah, clawing yeah. for every last second.
0: Yeah, I'll just be, like, clawing at the air like I'm trying to dig myself out of the hole. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, back to DC m- n- news. Um, even the Lucifer, DC character from the Lucifer show, who yeah. also appeared in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. Yes, I,
1: I, w- I kept being unclear when I, I, I was talking about that show with someone recently. And I was like, yeah, like the it's is it about the, the character from the Sandman? And they were like, had no idea what I was talking about. And I was like, but the Sandman sometimes connected to DC and there's a character <laughs> Lucifer. But I think it's a different character. I I've, I don't know. About I thought it was a spin off. Is it? Because then then I was right.
0: Like, let's, let's be honest how many different versions of lucifer could you have in dc probably a lot
1: yeah no it's not like it's but it's i'm pretty original. sure
0: like yeah. let me look this up i am pretty sure it is a spinoff of um sandman
1: i thought so but i don't know i don't even know what the show looks like so i
0: <laughs> uh yeah uh it says this version of lucifer first appeared in sandman uh, number four then I
1: then I'm correct. The Sandman is great, by the way.
0: someday I want to try and read it because I, I hear everyone talk about it.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. the 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 books are great too. I mean, the 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 show.
0: Oh right, uh, that was
1: recently released. Yeah, I finally made it through. That's that's really good.
0: So back to this. Back to could Michael Keaton appear in this? Mm-hmm. He did come back for Flash. He came back for Batgirl. Which got scrapped. Came back for Aquaman 2, which scene got deleted. He was going to be in Batman Beyond, which got scrapped. And he did. He does have some voiceover experience, because as great as Ryan Gosling was, he was the best Ken we ever had in Toy Story 3. <laughs> <laughs> so. Is it. I think that there's a chance. Is it likely? No. But I think there's a chance if they went to Michael Keaton and said, Hey, obviously things... And, and this would have been done like when he was still going to be the main DCEU Batman. I think mm-hmm. there's a chance that if they just said, You want to be Batman? I think there's a chance he would say yes just to be Batman. Because mm-hmm. he, just, he does it for free in interviews all the time. He goes, I'm Batman. And everyone goes, ah! So, (laughs) yeah, I'm not saying it's likely, but I I think there's a chance. So, what do you think? Could we see Um, Michael Keaton as Batman? I guess I'm pretty
1: on the uh, side that it's unlikely, maybe especially because he was just in the DCEU and, you know, the... uh we discussed that, but um, I think if there's a chance that he is, we know it's going to happen. It'll get scrapped.
0: Oh, no, they wouldn't do that. <laughs> the anime DC is far more competent than the movie side. Yeah. All right, here's the last one. Oh, you're the, lost again. What? We, oh, God, Doc,
1: we lost him. Am I yeah, back? He's back. You are back now. But oh, my. I don't know
0: where. what's going on. You know what? I might, cause I saw my sister do it. Turn my phone to a hotspot. I just don't know how to do it.
1: Oh, um, I've done that before. You go into settings, hotspot, turn it on. Although I sometimes have less luck with it than bad internet, but I, I don't know.
0: This airnet fad. Man. If it gets, if it gets worse, it's worth a try. Yeah, you know. Earlier this week, I forgot to put, when I was going to have my lunch, I forgot to put a Seinfeld DVD in the DVD player, and I Mm. thought, crap, maybe I'll just stream it, and then the internet went out, and I was like, this is why, this is why I need my discs. Yeah. You know, I hear people talk about internet only goes out like once or twice a year. I'm like, where do you live, this magical (laughs) land where it goes out once or twice a year? (laughs) But, I lost... Okay, so here's our final question for Crisis on Infinite Earths. Now, I ask this about every DC animated movie, and again, in context, this would have been... Made, they would have started working on this a few years ago, because animation takes a while. Mm-hmm. And because they would have started working on it a few years ago, what are the chances that Kevin Conroy recorded some lines for this. I will just say, I think that... I think Kevin Conroy will determine if... Um, if this will be a cameo fest. Because if you're going to do Crisis on Infinite Earths and you want to like touch upon like the whole history of DC voice actors... How do you not, I mean, yeah, he's the guy. Mm-hmm. He's the Batman. And, you know, I mean, we've even had, like, two Supermen. Like, we had Tim Daly and George Newbern, but he's the Batman. Yeah. So, I, if this is a cameo fest, I have no doubt that, again, because it would have been recorded probably years mm-hmm. ago. Especially because there's rumors that it's going to be a three-parter like three movies interesting yeah so and honestly this is a cameo fest i think he either tim or george newburn and susan eisenberg could be like the main ones like like we love all our different versions of batman and superman that are amy we love um The, you know, Diedrich Bader from Harley Quinn. We love Bruce Greenwood from Young Justice. But those are, like, to people, the main ones. Yeah. So I would imagine that, like... They they would probably know. People would be a little disappointed if they didn't get the most screen time. So Mm -hmm. I think if if this does have a bunch of cameos, then... Kevin Conroy, I think, is a definite. So, what do you think about (laughs) chances that Kevin Conroy would recorded some stuff for this? uh, When we
1: started talking about this, this is the first thing I thought of. But I would, it was like, do I bring this up? Like, is this like even thought is appropriate to bring up? But it was the first thing I thought of because I wondered, like, even if they didn't, even if it wasn't long enough ago to get active voice lines, do they? As, uh, like, uh, paying tribute, have, like, a line or two that he recorded for something
0: else. Yeah, like, a, maybe a or cut an, line from, like, the yeah. Arkham games or something.
1: Yeah, something where he says, I am Batman, or, like, just, you know, yeah. within the cameo fest, like, at minimum, could that happen? So that did cross my mind. But... um it would be a pretty, if he's like a, if they recorded it years ago and it's like a, a bigger role involved, that would be a pretty um, awesome, well-kept secret that we, there's another big thing coming down the line with him uh, still yeah. in it, which would be awesome. Especially because
0: um, he always had to sign NDAs. Like, he almost got in trouble one time for accidentally spilling that he recorded another Arkham game.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that'll that'll happen. Um so, yeah, I guess I would agree with you that like if this is a cameo fest, I could highly see them adding at least something
0: uh, from Kevin Conroy. Yeah. And if he didn't, I I think, you know, I think a lot of fans would be cool even just to see like his version just like even if it's just silent just him mm-hmm. like there just to have some type of a appearance. Mhm. All right, so let's talk about the other DC anime movie, and that's Watchmen. That's right. Zack Snyder yeah. gave us a version of live action in I think 2009. That but sounds about, right? Yeah. So We're getting another version, and I have not read the Watchmen comic. It's on my list of ones to get to someday, but I know they changed the ending. There's supposed to be some squid monster or something at the end in the comic book, so I'm guessing, and I guess a lot of fans were very upset it wasn't there in the movie. (laughs) Where's Squid Monster? (laughs) Yeah, but you know, that's 12 issues. This is like, well, it's Zack Snyder, so it's probably closer to two and a half or three hours, but yeah. I mean, there's only it's not a TV show. If it's a TV mm-hmm. show, you could do that word for word and cram everything in. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing Squid Monster will be in it, and you know, I mean, the the Watchmen movie is a bit divisive. Some people love it or hate it. You know, I like it. Um, I personally prefer his Justice League movie for HBO. They did more than Watchmen. Like that's my favorite Zack Snyder DC movie is his cut Justice League. But you know, I still like Watchmen. Um, I don't have a lot of attachment to the property, so I don't have a lot to bring up about it. But uh, yeah. what do you think about them taking another crack at Watchmen, this time in a different medium?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> That's really exciting to me. Um, Watchmen is really cool. I haven't seen the movie since 2009 fully, so I remember <laughs> almost nothing, but my I mean, ever since I did see it, I've always taken with me that it's a movie I really like, um, and probably one of, if not my favorite, Zack Snyder movie. If I'm, I don't know, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of. Did you ever see his of the road on zombie of his.
0: movie that everyone likes? Oh, did he do? Wait, was it *Dawn of the Dead* or something? The remake. Uh, um,
1: there was. I guess I don't know everything that he made. I think that was he made three hundred. Right, that's the only other thing yeah. I can think
0: of. I think it, was it Dawn of the Dead in 2004? Army of the War.
1: Oh, there's something called Army of the Dead in 2021.
0: Yeah, his first movie was Dawn of the Dead in 2004. Oh, so it was a remake. Yeah,
1: I may have, but I don't know. I, I I've seen a lot of zombie movies that I just can't even tell them apart. <laughs> I have no idea if I've seen that one
0: trivia it was written by James Gunn oh so yeah you got the the know. former head of DC I mean he wasn't technically but he was kind of he launched the thing and he got the person who's launching the next one right
1: well I'm, I'm on it right now let me just say <laughs> quickly looking over um every single movie that he directed cuz i would say i probably like like wonder woman more than anything
0: he's done honestly yeah but, but that he would um, be a producer
1: yeah um yeah probably Watchmen. is probably my favorite so yeah it's it, it's a good movie from what i remember so um but yeah it's it's also i i do find the characters really captivating in that uh, series uh, so it would be great to get an animated version
0: yes now this is something that that sucks to bring up but there's a lot of changes going on with dc as we'll discuss even more changes Mm -hmm. and they are making well i'll get into more of it later but they're making what i think is a giant mistake in trying to have everything be connected i mean they're gonna have some stuff the Batman, Joker. Luckily, Superman Lois is coming back for another season. But because DC is making the same stupid mistake that Marvel made, and is trying to have almost everything be connected, it, including animation, does raise the question: Is this it for the DC animated original movie line? And I, I would think that is such a shame. And again, let me say this, DC Animated and Arrowverse have been carrying the brand while, you know, I like most of their movies, but let's call it what it is. DC Animated and Arrowverse have been carrying the brand while their crappy movies have been running it into the ground. So, I think it would be a another giant mistake if they were to end this line. Just because mm-hmm. they want to have everything be connected to a universe we don't even know if it will be successful or not. Because imagine yeah. how much worse it would have been if everything was connected to the EU, If Supergirl was connected to Man of Steel. If Gotham was connected to Batman vs. Superman. Like, yeah. DC would be in a worse state. Imagine if we had to sit through nine seasons of Ezra Miller as the Flash. God help yeah. us. <coughs> <laughs> yeah. But it'd be in a much worse state than it is now. Yeah. But I hope, I hope James Gunn, and I think maybe he does realize this. I hope they realize how important it is to keep some stuff separate. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I don't know if this, these are the last ones. If these are the last ones, they're great ones to go out on, but. I don't know if this is the end. I hope not. So I, I guess, without having much context, what do you think? These it? Is everything just going to be the James Gunn stuff from now on, or what?
1: Um, it's I don't know. It's hard for me to answer whether it's going to be it or not. I mean, it sounds like it from the direction they're going. This is my, I guess, my only thought. But, I mean, I I guess my broader thought on it all is, like, then I agree that it's such a sad decision because, like, let's say even the James Gunn-led stuff was all, like, amazing. It's just not necessary for it to all connect.
0: Yeah. Like, like we all love it The doesn't... Dark Knight, but we'd be worse off if we didn't have the Arkham games as well. If yeah. the Arkham games had just been more Christopher Nolan stuff.
1: Yeah, it, it, and, like, if you if some of the first stuff from this is, like, some of the best DC movies ever, and it's like, oh, wow, we have like, it launches with some new... Like, a, a new Superman movie, and it's amazing. And uh, that doesn't automatically make everything else that's connected to good. Like, uh, it's just not it's just not necessary for everything to be connected. If something as a story needs to be disconnected, then it should be disconnected. Uh, so it, it seems like a dangerous, like, rule to start following, but that's what... That's what they do.
0: Yeah. So I mean we'll probably get into it later, but you know what? Just I just wanna throw this out there. I don't know like Marvel recently, like they used to be a little bit connected, like with Agents of Shield, but now they're really connected. Honestly, besides One Division and Falcon and Winter Soldier, I don't know how you look at this experiment Marvel has been trying with tv and movies and don't look at it as a big failure because that's what it, that's what it has been especially did you hear about secret invasion no everybody hates that show oh and <laughs> it remind it remi- it made me nostalgic because i remember people were upset about the comic book too but for different reasons oh. but um i watched the first episode because it was supposed to be like darker and serious and i was like all right yes finally it's not the joke fest and my god was that first episode boring it was (laughs) so boring i'm just like i heard it oh it gets worse oh no so i i haven't found my way back to it yet but i'll probably try to get through it and then i have the comics so i'll try to read that for the first time afterwards speaking of dc and james gunn yeah he promised in January that we would finally get at least part of the slate of the upcoming DC universe. And on January 31st, the last possible day, we got it and boy, did he he and Peter Safran announced a lot of stuff, a lot. Mhm. Let me just say more than I was expecting. So, let me just give a little bit of like preamble or context or whatever so look i 100 believe that rebooting dc is the right call and i think that look i've liked most of the dc eu movies but I'll, I'll just say it now we've seen flop after flop after flop lately the flash has flopped blue beetle has flopped Right now, everything is flopping because continuing the DCEU after Justice League because of the success of Wonder Woman, we now know, which we talked about earlier, was a mistake. They should have ended it after Justice League or Aquaman because that's what they had already filmed. But they should have ended it when we said so. They should have listened to us, but they didn't. And now... Well, they are having flop after flop after flop losing hundreds of millions of dollars did you know the flash they're going to lose 200 million dollars on it ooh i mean that's it's a lot of money yeah all right and you know it's not getting the best reviews but there are a lot of people who like that movie <laughs> so <laughs> yeah it's just people didn't want to go see it and you know what um you know why i kind of realized what? People were talking about, like, was it that people weren't interested in Michael Keaton as Batman? I think it's more of, it's not that people weren't interested because if you look, Hollywood Reporter just did a story about how Flash toy sales are just horrible, except for one thing, and that's Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah. It's not that people didn't want to see Michael Keaton as Batman, it's just they didn't trust the DCEU with yeah. him. Yeah. Like,. Uh-huh. It just kind of feels like people trust the MCU with Tobey Maguire and Hugh Jackman more than they did the DCEU with Michael Keaton.
1: Yeah, I think that uh, the DCEU just built up so much bad faith with like movies that just flopped so hard with audiences. And even though a lot of the Marvel stuff is highly mediocre, I don't think it lately, has like offend- Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm meaning the latest slate. Most of them, kind of. Um, it's like it's. I don't think it's like offending people's senses as much in a way. Yeah. Like they're just kind of like people are probably just like, okay, that was another one. Whereas with DC, it was like, I didn't like the way they did this character. They ruined Batman. Like, yeah, people have that opinion. Yeah, obviously we don't. Like, if
0: you didn't like Ben Affleck's Batman, why would you yeah. trust? and. You know, to be when you watch the Flash, I don't know if you've seen the Flash or not. No. When you watch the Flash, there is a little bit of Ben Affleck in the mm-hmm. Michael Keaton version, but it's also of Michael Keaton in the Ben Affleck version. <clears throat> Which, by the way, um, Ben, a- the Flash movie has my favorite scene with Ben Affleck as Batman, and it's not even when he's wearing the costume. Nice. So, that's, yeah, that's cool.
1: Yeah, I've been me. I I've been uh, just towards the end of the summer, I've started to have a catch up on all the summer summer movies that I missed, starting with a, a couple of them. But I haven't made it to that yet. But I truly like saw zero movies this like new movies this entire year until last month, and then I started catching <laughs> up on
0: some. Okay, you know, since you haven't seen the Flash, I probably should ask something. Do you know about the big spoiler at the end? Do you know about the appearance uh, at the end? Um,
1: I don't think so. Okay. I feel like I've heard something about, like, I an mean, there's a very... The end,
0: here's no. the thing I, I'm just going to try to. Uh, I'm as vague as possible. I would say something, but I, I, I think if I were to say it, we'd give it away. But. Uh, <laughs> You know, unless you don't care, but it's kind of one like, whatever. I was just on my own, like on Wikipedia, and I saw that this, that there was an appearance by this person, and I thought, that's so fake. That's so fake. No way. And then when I was watching the movie, I was like, yeah, see, it turned out to be fake. And then we see the end, I'm like, oh, my God, it was real.
1: Oh, <laughs> I can't even think of what that would be. But interesting. I get. I guess I just have to expect a very unexpected appearance.
0: Yes, I'll, I'll just. I like the appearance. Cool. Yeah, wouldn't have been my first choice, but I. I, I do like the appearance. Right. Okay. So we're not here to talk about the DCEU, we're talking about the DCU. Screw the letter E. You know Sesame yeah. Street where they talk about how much they love the letters? Yeah. Screw the letter E.
1: That's right. Actually, that remind, there's um I always forget what it's called, but there's like a a literary book made in like the 1800s or something that <laughs> it's an entire novel that doesn't include the letter E.
0: Oh, I really? Think. Yeah. I don't and, know how you would do that. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. It seems it seems hard. Yeah, but I
0: always think about that. Um, like even just looking at my l- list, there's a bunch of E in here.
1: Yeah, it's probably one of the most common letters in the top five, definitely. Because is it a yeah, short
0: mean, book or a long one?
1: Um, l- let me uh, go down the rabbit hole <laughs> and look up what this is called again. Here we go. Uh, oh, it's not as it's from the it's from 1939. Oh, um Batman. it's called it's called gadsby not the great gatsby but no. gadsby it's called the gadsby. lesser
0: known version
1: yeah um a story of over fifty thousand words without using the letter e so fifty thousand is kind of more like a novella maybe like what would that be like a hundred pages maybe
0: yeah, but still... No, I,
1: it says 260 pages. That's,
0: hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you're bigger... If you're, if it's more than a children's picture book, that's impressive. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah that's... Um, oh, apparently E is the most common letter in English.
0: Oh, yeah, I believe that. Wow.
1: Um, it, it revolves... A dying fictional city of Branton Hills. Um... Which is revitalized as a result of the efforts of protagonist John Gadsby, which, of course, John Gadsby does not have an E in it. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, but it it was written by Ernest Vincent Wright, which has that's why he removed it. it. he, yeah. he, he just yeah. he
0: must hate his name or something. Yeah,
1: I've thought about this book. It's just because I find that <laughs> fascinating so many times in my life that I honestly should just read it. <laughs> when did you first hear about it? like years ago maybe like 10 years ago just like (laughs) just like either as an anecdote or just searching wikipedia or something (laughs) um and yeah i just i always remember that i
0: think it's interesting oh yes so yes man that rabbit hole you just never know where it will take you yeah (laughs) that is something i would never would have thought we'd hear today on today's episode
1: a uh, commentary on Gadsby by Ernest Vincent Wright. If
0: it's 1939, would it be public domain yet or no? Uh,
1: I don't know. Those those laws are weird, isn't it, For a lot of things, it's a hundred years, but oh, I don't man. know if because I think that's what happened with like Winnie the Pooh or something, right? Yeah, was, like, Winnie 100 the years Pooh. Old. Um, pff, although. I'm curious if if free use uh, applies to me uh, basically reading it as an audiobook for episode 100.
0: <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you want to you could like add e's to the beginning to like certain letters to change yeah, yeah. them and just change the whole story. <laughs> change every word to have an <laughs> yes. e. Yes. Yeah.
1: Throw an e wherever you can. Like in every place that it says i, i say me.
0: Yes, there you go. Alright, now back to the DC. So, I think we both agree DC should have rebooted a long time ago. And I was... And, um... So I believe they should reboot. However, you know, I'm... I'm sure he's a nice guy. Uh, obviously, a lot of people love working with him. But... I think that choosing James Gunn to lead DC is pr- pretty much one of the worst choices they could have made um, because I don't think I, – again, I love how he interacts with fans. I love how he shows his appreciation for comic books. I'm sure if you were me at Comic-Con, he's a great dude, but – I've never watched one of James Gunn's superhero a- adaptations, whether it's Guardians or Suicide Squad or Peacemaker, and not think this is a steam pile of crap. So I, I don't. You know who I would have wanted? You know, you know who I was recently thinking I would like. I'd be so excited if they would have gotten the job. Oh, who? The Russo brothers.
1: Oh yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. <clears throat> not to fanboy over the Russo brothers, but you know. They're not doing DC. Could they at least do X Men? I'm just saying. <laughs> but, um, so I've been very pessimistic about, um, the upcoming DC universe. And to be honest, I don't, I have my doubts about if it will be able to succeed or not. But let's put that aside right now. Because that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the slate. So. The slate is labeled Chapter 1, Gods and Monsters, just like Marvel has their phases, DC will have chapters, and let me just say this, phases with the MCU come in so much handy when you're re-watching them, because, um, like, I used to think, who cares about the phases, but once you get to 20 or 30 movies, it's not something you can knock out in a weekend, so... Yeah. Just do a phase and call it quits and then get to the, uh, another one later. Yeah. That's, that's how I approach it now. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know, man. It used to be 15. Now it's 20 something. I don't know if I can do. And with Deadpool, now you're adding 12 X-Men movies. I mean, it will take a month to get through all of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a lot.
0: But what a, what a wonderful, what a wonderful problem to have. But, uh, yeah but um so let's talk about the slate. I'll just say it this is a very good slate of like characters. I was very impressed with this slate. there's one or two things that I'm a little concerned about but overall for a slate especially the movies one I think is a mistake but the this is a really good slate I'll say it's a better slate than Marvel has right now. So let's get into the first movie. What James Gunn, and we're not going to go back and forth between movies and TV shows. We've broken them up to movies and then TV shows. Because mm-hmm. I think the first TV show is supposed to come out before Superman. But let's, see. Um, well, let's focus on Superman first. So Superman Legacy Will be the first movie in the DCU. It comes out in July 2025. And it will be written and directed by James Gunn. And it won't be an origin story. But it will focus on a younger version of the character. And since it was announced. We now know who our Superman and Lois Lane are going to be. Oh. David Cornsweet has been cast as Superman and Rachel Brosnan has been cast as Lois Lane where? and no offense to either one of them I've never seen anything with them so I can't <laughs> really comment other yeah. than yeah they look like they're them they look like a Superman Lois yeah but um we also have it where Peter Safran in the announcement said this he said quote, It focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. He is the embodiment of truth, justice, and the American way. He is kindness in a world that thinks of kindness as old-fashioned. And that's from Peter Safran. We talk about James Gunn a lot, but Peter Safran is also the CEO of DC Studios. And he produced Aquaman. He produced Shazam. So... We have that. I mean, there's more info about Superman Legacy we'll talk about in a second, but...
1: Oh, um, the uh, new Superman, I just I just checked movies that he's been in, and he was in a movie that I was actually going to bring up uh, in the next episodes, what we've been watching oh. recently, because uh, he's in the movie Pearl, which is a horror movie, uh, uh, that is one of my favorite favorite movies i've seen all summer it's not it came out last year but um yeah he's in that movie that's so oh, I, yes. I do know who he is i totally i do totally see it
0: have you seen the lowest in anything or no
1: um i'll have to check that um uh uh, I don't think I have. I am oh, okay. scrolling, and actually, technically, uh, there's a horror movie called The Unborn. I know that I saw that in theaters back in 2009. I don't remember a single thing about
0: it. He's <laughs> just so. like I have, I have. no idea. She could either be the killer or the victim. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, um, she, that, This is weird. I do remember this. She was in the short film that Ari Aster made before he made Hereditary and Midsummer. Um called Munchausen oh well i don't I can't picture her in it, but I totally remember that short film
0: well, so, so yeah. I, I I guess we'll talk a little more about I mean there's some other details we'll get to in a second, but just first initial thoughts about Superman Legacy. I'll just say, um, I love Superman. Superman is my second favorite superhero. And Superman, to me, in live-action television, is the gold standard. Uh, Adventures of Superman, I think... It was, like, the first superhero TV show. And I think even today, even though it's set in the 1950s, it still holds up really well, especially the black-and-white ones. But the gold standard of superhero television, I think... Obviously, Smallville is, like, the gold standard. And Superman, Lois has even, like raised it again and I think those two are the best superhero shows ever made like love Gotham love Arrow love Flash but there's just something about when they get Superman on TV that it just it just transcends all of them like, like mm-hmm. these are the gold standards mm-hmm. and Superman 2 is my favorite superhero movie that doesn't have Batman Superman the movie with Christopher Reeve is my favorite superhero origin story like as much as I love both Sam Raimi and Mark Webb Spider-Man as much as I love Batman Begins to me that's my favorite origin story in a movie however during the time I've been alive on this earth we've had Superman Returns and Man of Steel two movies that went in completely opposite directions and two movies that really really butchered it Mhm. And I'll I'll just be honest. I've kind of just I've I've waved the white flag. I I've, I've <laughs> kind of given up. I don't I don't think they can make a good Superman movie anymore. I think I mean if look, if it was maybe under Sam Raimi or the Russo brothers, maybe because we've seen them with kind of similar superheroes. And um, this is, you know what the thing is that everyone always ma- makes a mistake of? Why has TV Superman succeeded and movie Superman has failed? Because in the <clears throat> movies, he's an alien. In the TV shows, he they treat him as a human. Yeah. That's the main difference. He's this mopey alien in the movies. In the other ones, he's just a guy trying to figure out who am I. It's... Yeah. You know, in the Amazing Spider-Man, the first one, I, I've always remembered this line because once this it was said, it, it just I was just like, "Huh." There's a scene where the teacher talks about um, how she had a professor who talked about how there are like five stories in all fiction, and she says there's only one, and it's "Who am I?" and that's what Smallville and Superman Lois tell the story of who am I mm-hmm. and anyone can relate to like Clark Kent like who am I like as a teenager who am I who am I supposed to be like do I have a destiny am I going to be like my parents like wh- who am I supposed to be and then Superman Lois it's just how do I deal with like these normal issues like I'll I'll, I'll just say it when you do it right Superman honestly is more relatable in my opinion than Spider-Man because it was Spider Man, he's a genius and all that, but like Clark Kent's just a normal dude, and mm-hmm. but like they always make the mistake of like, like they make in they always make the mistake of focusing on him being an alien in the movies. Yeah. So I just think that they're just gonna do that again, and look, I. I know that, like, he's not going to be, like, Peacemaker or Star-Lord. But it's just... James Gunn directing it is just... I... That just kind of cinches it. It's like, I, Mm -hmm. I hope it's good. I hope it's great. I hope I can walk out and be like, Oh my God, they finally cracked it for the first time in 40 years. But I'm just like... I... I, my personal opinion, Superman should just be a TV character. Which sucks, because <clears throat> he is, like, one of the most well-known superheroes. It's him and Batman, but yeah. I just... I, I don't know if it can work. I think they just focus too much on the wrong stuff, so... What do you think about Superman Legacy, James Gunn directing?
1: Yeah, um... <clears throat> Yeah, you're right. That, that's like such a good way to put it. Uh, it's kind of interesting that like in in film versions, it's like is this character that everyone already assumes is going to be unrelatable because of the details about him, but then they make him they purposely like alienate him from the audience by showing how much of an alien he is. Yes, it, it's it's very weird and doesn't really allow for any of the down to earth things that are good about the the TV shows. Um um the only possible like thing thread that I could find that like how could James Gunn possibly do it differently? And even though you don't like this and I think it's like maybe my least favorite character from the series, I do think that Star-Lord kind of has this like just a normal dude who's from Earth but feels kind of out of place kind of thing, that, like, if you if you were to take it more seriously and not make it, like, a jokey thing, but kind of create some of the same emotional, like, uh, relatable aspects, like, I think there's maybe some hint that he knows how to do that, but not that I actually have hope that I... I also have extreme doubts that this is going to be good but uh, i mean that's something to think about
0: yeah i mean i said earlier i guess would you have been more optimistic i mean we don't want to be like uh, oh they should have gotten this person but I, i'm just curious would you have been more optimistic because like you like the guardians of the galaxy movies yeah but would you have been more optimistic if it was like sam raimi or the russo brothers directing it or do you just think like it hasn't worked in the past.
1: Um, no, I, I would be because of the, um, I don't know, I I'm I'm not that so familiar that I can say this was certainly, but James Gunn and the style of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies doesn't strike me as like, um, it seems more. There, I, I think that Sam Raimi or the Russo brothers, like you said, strike me more as the type of directors who would be fit for Superman in particular, um, which is just a, you know, a sort of intuitive sense that I get that I, I don't know how it's actually going to pan out. But because of that sense, I kind of agree that I would feel a little more confident if it was someone like that
0: yeah so i'll also say like for me so far james gunn has made three big mistakes as the head of dc and we can talk about them later but um i worry that he might get too nerdy with this movie like with superman like that it would be almost unrelatable because he's like trying to go so deep into sci-fi and stuff yeah Yeah, so that's another concern I have. But here's another thing we did find out about the movie that James Gunn shared. It's going to be inspired by All Star Superman, the comic book series by Grant Morrison and Frank Quietly. Which, remember the name Grant Morrison, because it's going to pop up again. And obviously, James Gunn is a big fan of Grant Morrison. I wouldn't be, you know what? Which Morrison has got love. And I wouldn't be surprised... This is one thing I could say I think about James Gunn and why I think he's a, he's a cool dude. I think you'll see Grant Morrison at the premiere of Superman Legacy and Frank Quietly. Mhm. So it's going to be inspired by that. I Now, I haven't read the comic book. I do own the first half of it. And I've watched the anime movie they did. I don't know how it can be a direct adaptation, like not like word for word like um the DC anime movies, but I don't know how you can adapt it like how the Marvel adapted Civil War, Fox adapted X-Men, Days of Future Past. Because it's about a story where Superman gets radiation poisoning and is dying. And it's kind of like his last kind of hurrah trying to save the world before he dies. And it ends with like there's a sun eater and it ends with him going to save the sun and you know, spoiler alert. He's not, he doesn't die at the end. And there's this great scene where like everyone thinks he's dead. And Lois says, he's not up there. He's fixing the sun. And someday when he's done, he'll come back. And it ends with like, she's right. He's in the sun, fixing it. He's still alive. And someday he will come back. But, I don't know how you do that in a Superman movie, in a, especially the first Superman movie. I don't know how you do that storyline, mm-hmm. but I think maybe they'll take like kind of the character traits. Like that Superman was very much similar to the Silver Age of comics, like from the '60s and '70s. So very Christopher Reeve like. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see them borrowing stuff from for Lois Lane. Maybe it'll um, involve. Her, like, finding out his identity, because that's what happens in the comic book storyline. So, I don't know how it can be adapted. I don't know how they can use that for inspiration, but I'm guessing more of, like, some character traits rather than, like, the actual story. Yeah. But it did get me thinking. Because in 2011, DC rebooted with the New 52. And Grant Morrison wrote the introduction to Superman. And I'm wondering, maybe we could see Um some inspiration from that, where it has uh Lex Luthor as the villain, like the military doesn't trust Superman, and then Brainiac is the villain. And I want to put this prediction out there. Just because I just because of how much Grant Morrison is influential in this movie and another one. I think that when we get the first image of David Sweat as Superman in his costume, people are going to freak out and not in a good way. Because I think the first costume we're going to have is the the costume from the New 52 origin. So let me try... I'll
1: I'll have to look at that.
0: Yeah, so... Okay... I can't just search New Let me see. New 52 Action Comics. So, yeah, Google New 52 Action Comics, and there's an image from Amazon. And that should give you an idea of what his costume looks like when he's starting out. Is it the one with the short sleeves? Yeah, he's got the T-shirt, the jeans, and boots. I think that's going to be our first image we see. And I think at the end, he'll get the traditional costume.
1: I see. Okay. I mean, I can see why people would be upset. I don't mind that.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, it's like if you don't know the comic, he does get the suit at the end. Like, he gets it from Brainiac. Yeah. Like, he, like, because Brainiac stole, like, he's been taking pieces, and that suit was from Krypton, and he takes it, and that becomes his suit. Mm-hmm. But I could I could see that happening, and I think people freak out so negatively and be like, "Cancel this movie and all that." <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Even though at the end, um, you know, well, I think even like then they'll release the official like picture of him in the traditional suit. People will be like, "Look, they changed it," and it's like, "No, they didn't. <laughs> they yeah. didn't. You guys just jumped the gun." Like, remember. Yeah. When the Robert Pattinson set photos came out We didn't like the suit And then we saw it in context Yeah I yeah. mean
1: I kind of remember that discussion
0: By the way Recently I was in California mm. And I Did a little studio tour And I saw the Robert Pattinson costume in person And it looks even better In person <laughs> Oh wow Yeah, That's cool Cool. the mannequin yeah. i don't know like robert pattinson must have like a really good chin because the mannequin chin was so tiny
1: <laughs> i mean i i think i think he does yeah i think he does yeah um but yeah, oh, yeah, it looks I,
0: better in person
1: I, I saw that you saw like the the michael keaton suit and stuff i didn't realize you saw robert pattinson too that's cool
0: yeah uh, by the way they have the catwoman suit she's really she's much shorter than him
1: yeah, it's weird to re uh, when you like sometimes like process the literal heights of some people you see in movies and TV. It's kind of
0: yeah, yeah. So yeah, but um, back to Superman Legacy. We can save the Batman for later. So now I'm ga- I'm assuming you haven't read All Star Superman. No, no, I haven't either. But it's it's one I'm going to get to someday. You know, I'd, like. I don't even... It's not one I think I have to put away for spoilers because I don't think there's really much you could take from the story. I think it's mm-hmm. more just how the characters are. Yeah. Now, we do know Superman won't be the only superhero in that movie. Because we have... Nathan Fillion has been cast as the Guy Gardner version of Green Lantern. Isabella Mercer has been cast as Hawkgirl. E.D. Gothigi, I think that's how you pronounce his name, is Mr. Terrific. And also, there is Metamorpho, who will be played by... I forgot to look up that for my notes. Metamorpho will be played by... Come on, Wikipedia. Anthony Kerrigan, who played Victor Zazz in the Gotham TV show. And he was also... um, this character called The Mist in the CW Flash show. So he has a little experience with DC. Very yeah. creepy as Victor Zaz. But um it's not gonna be the only superhero. And some people have been like debating about that. Like, is should there be other superheroes in the movie? And James Gunn talks about how, unlike like Man of Steel, where Superman was like the first superhero and changed the whole world. Superman already exists in a world where there are already other superheroes. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think it's that big a deal. To me, it's kind of like how they had Green Arrow in Smallville. You know, it, yeah. it, it was still it still was the Clark Kent show. It just she had other characters. So, Hawkgirl is probably the one I'm most interested in of this cast list uh just especially because she was in the Justice League animated show Mr. Terrific was in Arrow an alright character I mean it was from kind of the weaker seasons that he was in but it was all right and um Metamorpho was an interesting character and I really like Nathan Fillion he he actually voiced Hal Jordan Green Lantern in um a bunch of DC animated movies. But in this, he's playing Guy Gardner. And at first, I was like, huh. That's an interesting choice. And then I went, oh no. This is James Gunn. That's gonna be our Star-Lord character. That's gonna be our Peacemaker character. You know, the 40-year-old who acts like he's 13. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Nathan feeling I'm sure, will be great. But... That was when I was like, oh no, this is hmm, this is going to be the very James Gunn character. This is going to be the gunified version of Guy Gardner, who could already be a bit irritating, but God. yeah. So, I don't know, anything you have to say about those characters before we wrap up on Superman Legacy?
1: Uh, no, I really um, don't know those characters much at all and I I'm not familiar with any of the the cast except for Nathan Fillion, who I've seen in things. But um Yeah.
0: I do you think there's any reason to be concerned about having other superheroes or are you just like yeah. No, it'll be fine, like it yeah, should yeah. still be Clark's story. Yeah, I guess I'm more. not
1: concerned assuming that it's not like an enormous
0: part of the movie. Yeah. It won't be like the super team or whatever.
1: Yeah, it's like the first Superman movie we're getting, and it's basically just a team up movie. Like, I just I don't think that's gonna happen, and I and so I'm not that worried about it. But
0: yeah. All right. Now, next up is the authority. So, I'll be honest. I've I I know a lot about DC Comics. Before this announcement, I never heard of The Authority. So, that's just say science. So, it's based on the comic book series by Warren Ellis and Brian Hitch. And Brian Hitch worked on The Ultimates, which was a big influence on the MCU version of The Avengers. And it was originally published under the Wildstorm imprint, And then it was brought into the main DC Universe in the New 52 reboot. And it's described as a team of superheroes with extreme methods of protecting the planet... And here's a quote from James Gunn about it is that it isn't just a story of heroes and villains and not every movie and TV show is going to be about good guy versus bad guy. There are people that are questionable, like The Authority, who basically believe that you can't fix the world in an easy manner and they take things into their own hands. So I don't know a lot about The Authority where I could, um, give much thought about it. But, um... I've talked earlier about how, for me, James Gunn has made three mistakes as um, the head of DC so far. One is, we were talking in the, about in The Flash, I like the surprise appearance at the end. But I think it was a mistake, and the rationale was terrible. Because I remember after watching The Flash being like, why would they do that? And I was like, well, I came up with a list of reasons, which I won't say. Because you haven't seen it, so I won't spoil it. But I'm actually a bit surprised you haven't heard about it. But um I was coming up with all these real ideas about why would they do that? Yeah, that could make sense, that could make sense. And then I found out the reason, I'm like, that's just stupid fan service. That Uh-oh. was uh that was a stupid reason to put that in there. The yeah. other mistake James Gunn has made so far is the confusion, I think over if it's a full reboot or a half reboot. Because mm-hmm. without spoiling the Flash, he kept saying this is going to reset the DCU and lead into the DCU. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't know why he said that. Now people are com- more confused than ever. <laughs> and the third one is Green Greenlighting the Authority as one of their first movies. Because when you look at the last few like just this past year of DC, Shazam flopped. The Flash flopped. Blue Beetle flopped. Mm-hmm. I don't think that and again, this is like something of like James Gunn being so into like the nerdy stuff, I think he was the wrong call to be the head of DC. Which so by the way, I think James Gunn being the head of D C is going to be a very short run because He's a director. I don't think he's gonna want to just sit back and do this all the time. Yeah. Uh, so I think it will. I think it's a short term thing. Like maybe he'll still like consult from time to time, but I think he's gonna want to direct because he's a director. I don't think he wants. Because that's the difference is that Kevin yeah. Feige doesn't want to be a director.
1: Yeah, that is a, that is a big difference. Interesting.
0: Yeah. So. For me, I think that greenlighting this as the second movie, it appears, is such a big mistake. And we'll talk about some of, like, the noticeable absence from the movies later. But, like, as even if this Superman movie is great, like, I, like Guardians came, like, years after Iron Man, Captain America, yeah. Thor, Avengers like i yeah to me and then james gunn talks about like the experience of guardians like we're gonna make them big but i for and you know context can change everything because in the next few years we're gonna have um joker 2 the batman 2 and superman and if those three because you can't really even though they're not connected, you can't totally disconnect them mm-hmm. from DC. But those two like maybe, but just like so far, just I think Green Line the Authority was a mistake. And I do think it will be the most James Gunn movie of this list. Of right. like I think it will be just the thirteen year old raunchy comedy, you know, whatever. Yeah so to me this is like the one i'm least interested in
1: yeah that's that's weird this seems yeah weird so far i feel like if you're serious about rebooting dc you genuinely have to be like yeah we're opening with spider-man and then there's green lantern and then we're doing wonder woman and then we're you know we're doing this and this and then there's gonna be batman yeah um, so that's a little weird. It's like, yeah, we're rebooting DC. We're going Superman, the authority.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's... I I I'll be honest, I think that this is gonna keep getting delayed. I think especially after Blue Beetle, the Flash, and then once Aquaman flops, because have you heard about Aquaman? No. Oh, well, it's supposed to be terrible. Oh. There's like reports from I mean we can get we'll talk about it more later, but There's reports that um, they did, like, legit reports from, like, the Hollywood Reporter that they did test screenings and they were bad, and then they did reshoots, and (laughs) the test screens were even worse. Oh. And now, like, very rare, they're going to go into a third thing of reshoots, and they're (laughs) trying to, like, save the movie because Warner Brothers is making the stupid – has this – fantasy idea that it's gonna make a billion dollars again hmm. but it's like you know what Aquaman didn't the first Aquaman movie do you know why it made a billion dollars because I was wondering about this why did this movie that like kind of got mixed reactions get to a billion dollars why was it that mm-hmm. it got to a billion dollars and you know what I I think I finally realized why It wasn't because it was Aquaman. It wasn't even because it got a 65% of Rotten Tomatoes, which for DC is (laughs) Oscar-worthy. Yeah. You know why it made a billion dollars? Because every other superhero movie that year, that was the year of Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Deadpool 2. You also had Ant-Man and the Wasp, but eh. And then you had Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. You had, like...
1: Yeah, it's probably just
0: four. Yeah, big surefire superhero use. movies, yeah. and then they rode that wave like Aquaman does in the ocean. They rode that wave. They rode in that success.
1: <sighs> yeah. Um, before it, uh, sorry to interrupt. Before it gets closer and it becomes an awkward cutoff. Um, s- something. Uh, I guess I have to do a work a spontaneous work meeting at 2.30 that just got scheduled, oh, okay. um, which would probably take about 20, 30 minutes, so, and then I would be able to hop back on and do the other episode, but I guess I'm wondering if it's conceivable to maybe by 2.15 or 2.20, finish this episode up
0: uh then... sure yeah we yeah just give me like well, we'll you know you said radio give me the yeah. wrap it up sign for when <laughs> and then yeah. we'll, we'll wrap it up
1: okay yeah um because yeah then it would just be convenient to quickly hop on that meeting uh which is a zoom call because they they have zoom oh not bastards. like us <laughs> and then uh yeah i'll i'll hop back off and i'll be right here and we'll start the next episode
0: yes so i mean yeah i mean yeah we'll, we'll we'll speed this up so um yeah what do you think we talked about the authority i think it's a mistake it seems like you agree
1: yeah i kind of already said my Piece on that it's a yeah. very strange decision
0: so next up is obviously the one i'm the most interested in this is the and then something else came out about the movie that made me go oh so we have the brave and the bold coming up by the way that's another mistake the title brave and the bold look i i again I get James Gunn, like, loves... He's super nerdy, and we can all appreciate that. Nobody gives a crap about the title Brave and the Bold. I don't think it was even published. That comic book series was even published when we were when we were alive. And right. the title has nothing to do with the actual storyline. Right. It's just... You know what? Call Batman the Brave and the Bold. Just don't <laughs> call it just the Brave... It's going to... Oh, it's going to flop if you just call it the Brave and the Bold. You got to call it Batman, the Brave and the Bold, or something. You got to change the title. In retrospect, that's the fourth mistake he's made. It's not a big mistake (laughs) because they can change it, but I'm just... No one's going to know what that is. All right, this will be the DCU's Batman movie, and it'll also introduce Damian Wayne, who in the comics later becomes Robin. And Gunn said that this movie will introduce the Batman family. So for years, we've had just Batman being solo. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've had him team up with Superman. Well, not really until the very end. But he teamed up with The Flash. We've seen him team up with Catwoman. Mm -hmm. But this is when we're finally going to get the Bat family. And here's how Gunn describes Damien. He describes him as a little son of a bitch assassin, murderer, who Batman takes on, who is Batman's actual son that he didn't know exists for the first 8 to 10 years of his life. It's a strange father and son story about the two of them. So, in the comics, Damien's mother is Talia al Ghul, who, yes, that makes him the grandson of Ra's al Ghul. So, um... Just like Superman, it's going to be based on Grant Morrison's comic book run from 2006 to 2013, which I have a very nostalgic soft spot for because when when I was really into that run was in 2008. And that was like when the Dark Knight was coming out, when we had Batman Gotham Knight come out, which was like Kevin Conroy's return for the first time after... uh, the DCAU ended. So, I always have a soft spot for that Grant Morrison comic book run. And I I really like it. So... Yeah. I guess... I and mean, we'll talk more about it later. But, uh... Well, you know, let's bring this up now. Uh, no, no, no. we will say that. Um, Batman, obviously, you had to do it. You had mm-hmm. to do it. You had to do a Batman movie. Um... This, the way they're doing this by introducing a Robin is a good way to differentiate it from the Robert Pattinson, Matt Reeves stuff. So, um, there's that. I think they do have good source material. I am a little bit concerned about they're choosing Damian Wayne. We'll get that that in a minute, but... Mm -hmm. No, no, I'll get into it now. I think that... uh, it's it's a uh, the guy be careful with Damien because Damien as he described he's a murderer, he's a League of assassin's character he could get very annoying if not done right yeah. he, he could get on your nerves if not done right and I it's it, this is the riskiest Robin they could have chosen like to be honest I think maybe they should have done. Because they want to to differentiate it, so... They want an older Batman, so I think that puts Dick Grayson out of the question. He'll already be Nightwing. Mm -hmm. I think Tim Drake would have been a more safer choice, and I think better choice, but... So, that's a little bit of a... mm, If they do it right, hopefully, but this could go bad with Damien. But, what do you think so far about The Brave and The Bold? Um, I think
1: this is, uh, yeah, obviously... Oh, more... wait, wait, I
0: forgot to mention a big thing, a big thing, a oh, big yeah. thing, a big thing. Probably the thing that makes me even more interested in it. It's been announced and confirmed The uh, Brave and the Bold will be directed by Andy Muschietti, who directed The Flash, which he did a great oh. job with Ben Affleck's Batman and Michael Keaton's Elseworlds' Flashpoint Batman. So... Uh, just after the like, I know there's some people who are a little upset, but remember, Batman and the Flash was in context. So this is a Flash movie, so it's going to be a little sillier than like a proper Batman movie. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you know he'd be a little like in Justice League. You know one of my favorite moments from Justice League, the animated show. Is where Batman's plane is destroyed and he's like uh, just like going down in the ground and he's just like um, he's falling and he's just like, This is Batman. I need someone who uh, can get me because I can't fly. And that would be good. <laughs> and then he's just he's just waiting calmly, just like going down. Yeah. And at the last minute, someone catches him. Yeah. So um, to me, that is just like, Okay, this that that eventually nails it as like my most anticipated DC movie upcoming one so what do you yeah. think so far about the brave and the bold
1: uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because that, that also cements it as the one I'm the most excited for because um, uh, it's a cool premise it, it's funny uh, you know because at first glance I was like I don't know if I have a problem with the title the brave and the bold but it's funny because before this I was just like had the titles of all the movies and then I was thinking like are the I just had a first thought I was like it doesn't look like there's a Batman movie <laughs> which yeah' it's a second of thought or like that's that's the Batman one but it is less obvious um but uh yeah it sounds really different in hopefully a good way um and uh, would stand out from a lot of the Batman stuff we've gotten. Um, I'd say it seems
0: pretty exciting. Yes. So, here's the one thing that gives me a little bit, like, ugh. I think it's going to happen. And this won't ruin it, but I'm a bit kind of sick of it. I think Rachel Gould and the League of Assassins will probably be the villains of the movie. What do you, what do you think? Because it is his grandson. So, and again, the movies. You know, I read a lot of Batman comics and movies and TV. The League of Assassins has been everywhere the past ten years, so I'm a bit I'm a bit sick of them. <laughs> so, but I'm, yeah. I'm sure the movie will be good. But you, what do you think? Will Ra's al Ghul be the villain? Um.
1: Yeah, that that connection of the grandson thing is. Uh, too compelling for me to say i really feel like it probably will be then but that does seem a little boring uh because yeah it does feel like we've just seen this recently haven't we um <laughs> especially so, if you watch yeah. the
0: movie the tv shows and cartoons
1: yeah i'm sure um so yeah that's a little like I'll I'll just say it's not necessarily a bullet point that gets me excited. It's, uh, but it isn't necessarily negative. I mean, just they could they could do it really well. But
0: yes. So, James Gunn said this is the beginning of the Bat Family. Will we see the original Boy Robin? Will Dick will, Grayson appear in the movie as Nightwing? Will we finally see Bat Flee, or Bat we, Fly, or whatever it was? Oh yes. So um. To me, the question isn't like... You know, it'd be cool. I think Dick Grayson is essential for this movie because if you watch the animated stuff, Batman and Damien's personality together can get a bit irritating. So you need someone like Dick Grayson to break it up, give it a little flavor. I just think you gotta... When you have, you know, Batman and then this little brat who thinks he knows everything... yeah. You need someone like Nightwing to just like l- put a little levity in it just to switch things up. And it does create the whole like, um, he's the biological son, he's the adopted son. So, yeah, there's that. So, I think for me, it's not even a question of will he be in it. I think he's essential to be in it. So, what do you think? You think Nightwing will be in it?
1: I- Yeah, I mean, I I, I hope so. That's, like, something that hasn't been on the the checklist and the live actions that we need to see soon. Like, I think it's due time.
0: Yes. So we're talking about um, Nightwing. Could we see Batgirl or Tim Drake appear as Red Robin? I think, at minimum, we'll at least get a reference that they're active in the universe. Like maybe they're away doing something, but I think there'll be at least a reference to them, even if they mm-hmm. don't pop up. Do you, what do you think? Um,
1: yeah, I don't. I honestly, I, I I know very little about those characters. <laughs> that's that's a gap for me.
0: But um, yeah, maybe. Yes. Okay. So here's here's this could be a rabbit hole, but you know we're talking about so let's let's throw it up now. I think I know your answer, but, you know, it's something that, like, people will be wondering. Anyone listening will be wondering. Mm -hmm. So, what are you anticipating more, is what they'll be wondering? The Batman 2 or The Brave and the Bold? I can just say, for me, um, for me, it's The Brave and the Bold, just because, um... I think, for me personally, uh, Andy Muschietti made a better movie than Matt Reeves did. I I like both movies. Mm -hmm. Um, Both very different movies, but yet still capture the core of Batman. Uh, I prefer Andy's movie. Um, I really think that I like the idea of the Bat family. That's why I think Batman is the most interesting uh, League of Assassins kind of makes me go, ooh. <laughs> but um, again, not like it'll be bad. I'm just a bit burned out of them, so I'm more excited for the Brave and the Bold. I have a guess of what you're more looking forward to, so.
1: I mean, I would say it's maybe closer than you think because I do think the Brave and the Bold sounds great, but I would say the Batman 2 edges it out a bit because um, I, I just truly, like I've mentioned, all the reasons I, I do like the Batman a lot uh like it feels very like a different kind of world building uh with like a visual world building that i'm just like really attached to at this point and i want to see more of
0: that visually it's the best batman we've had since the burton era like it is such a Great looking movie. And you know what? We live in that wonderful world where we're going to get both. Mm-hmm. Though, you know, with how long Matt Reeves takes, I think <laughs> we're going to get Brave in the Bold first. That's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah, Especially it could with these happen. delays. All right. Got three other movies. No. Oh, we only have two other movies. Okay. Hmm. Well, one I know very little about. All right. Next up Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. It's going to be based on a comic book series of the same name. By Tom King and Bilquis Evli. And Gunn said, We see the difference between Superman who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents for the first time. Loving parents from the first time he's an infant. Versus Supergirl who was raised on a rock chip off Krypton. And watched everyone around her die and be killed in terrible ways for the first 14 years of her life. So for me, um, a Supergirl movie makes a lot of sense because... Lately, we just had the CW Arrowverse show that starred Melissa Benoist. We just had a version of Supergirl from the Flashpoint universe appear in the Flash movie. It's going to be a spin-off of the first DCU movie. To me, Supergirl is a great choice to have her own movie. I watched the actually I watched the Helen Slater Supergirl movie it was not very good. Mm. <laughs> but um to me this is is um one I would be looking forward to. I don't know if this will be an origin story because, again, Superman's apparently been active for a little bit, but I think she'll be a more recent... Like, if it's not an origin story, she'll have just started. So um, I think a Supergirl movie is a really good choice to make as one Mm -hmm. of the first ones. So what do you think about Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow? Um,
1: This is probably one of my most anticipated ones for maybe a a, a dumb reason, but um, uh, I did. Yes, uh, when (laughs) I um, I, Supergirl kind of became one of my favorite DC characters because um, in part via being one of the more fun characters to play, especially in Injustice 2. I was exposed to a lot of like her story beats in that game for playing through the like story mode. And I found it to be one of the more compelling stories in that game. Uh, so, I yeah, it's always been in the back of my mind that I would want to see more of that character.
0: Yes. Will Superman appear in it? My guess is minimum post-credit scene. But yes, I think he'll yeah. be in it.
1: Yeah, I mean they—if they want—they're—they're they're, they're wanting to
0: start connecting things.
1: So this is yes. an instance where I'd say probably in it.
0: Yeah, and the final movie is Swamp Thing. So James Gunn said um, it will be more of a horrific film. It's going to be directed and written by James Mangold, who you may recognize as the director of Logan and the Wolverine from 2013. So. For something like Swamp Thing, I think he's a good choice. Um Swamp Thing, I don't know that much about, but I did watch a little bit of the show that they aired on CW during COVID and it was pretty good. Uh you know what? It made me it made me feel like, you know what? New Orleans is a really creepy place. Like if you had to travel somewhere <laughs> by boat at night yeah. in a swamp, that that is scary. And then that fake hospitality That fake uh, charm, it's just, it creeps me out.
1: There's a very, um, there's a very, um, like, there's a niche in horror a lot, especially a lot of times it's sort of almost Lovecraftian horror that has to do with a lot of, like, swampy areas of the south and stuff. Uh, Which, that actually reminds me, bringing up that movie Pearl that has the new Superman in it again, that movie, but especially the first movie, which is uh, X, genuinely is like our whole bit we used to do of like finding yourself out in the south and like oh. not knowing where to go and like finding guys like, <laughs> what are you doing here, boy? <laughs> That's literally what those movies are.
0: Oh boy! Like to
1: a T, it's in it's in like Florida or Georgia or something, and like oh, there's like an alligator is a big part of it. Um. <laughs> oh my, alligators, my crocodiles, yeah.
0: all They're like they're horrifying.
1: <laughs> yeah, truly, like the scariest. Um. Yeah, we need more horror there. But yeah, Swamp Thing seems really awesome and really up my alley. Um, I know someone who like Swamp Thing is, like their favorite, like comic character ever. And uh, I was just checking because I think I might have been lent a bunch of the trade paperbacks of Swamp Thing. Um, because of that to check it out and I have yet to but um, it really seems up my alley I just feel like it's due time for me to uh, dive into the swamp
0: oh yes Um, anything about James Mangold directing it or
1: Um, have you
0: seen anything of his besides Logan Wolverine or uh, Logan
1: yeah like Logan alone makes me feel like it's a pretty good choice um, but I haven't really seen anything else, no.
0: Oh, okay. I don't think... Oh, I saw Indiana Jones. That's that's the only other one I, mm, yeah, off the, the top one. of my head yeah. I can think of. So, yeah. So, there is a Swamp Thing. So, let's quickly go through the TV show. So, I'll just list them off real quick. First one will be anime Creature Commandos. And that's a team series consisting of Rick Flagg Sr., Nina Mezzers, Dr. Phosphorus, Eric Frankenstein, G.I. Robot, and Weasel from the Suicide Squad, which, again, is something that's making people confused about. Is this a full reboot or what? Then next up we have the Waller TV show, which will be a continuation of the Peacemaker TV show starring Viola Davis. And then this for me, this was the big, this was the big show. This is the one I'm most interested in. And it's Lanterns. It's a Green Lantern series focusing on Hal Jordan and John Stewart as they investigate a mystery. And Peter Safran says our vision, our vision for this is very much in the vein of True Detective. By far, the DC show I'm most interested in. I love um, it's Green Lantern. It's a mystery. I think they made the right choice because you'd have people like Domain. Should it be Hal Jordan or Jon Stewart? And you got both, which I think is a perfect win-win scenario. Um, I'd rather have them in the Superman legacy than Guy Gardner, but whatever. Mm-hmm. We can discuss that another day. Next up is uh, Paradise Lost, and it's a 101 prequel series set on Themyscira. And Peter Safran says it's going to be a Game of Thrones-ish story about Themyscira. I'm already game bored with it. <laughs> uh, the home of the Amazons and birthplace of Wonder Woman. This drama is really about the political intrigue behind the society of all women. How did that come about? Um, I don't care. I mean, uh, to me, it's like why? Why is there no Wonder Woman project? Where? Where's Wonder <sighs> Woman? That is like right now behind Batman your second most important property, and all you have right now is a prequel show without her. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, <clears throat> and um, next up we have Booster Gold, and it follows Mike Mike Carter, aka Booster Gold, a disgraced former football star who uses a time machine on display in Metropolis Space Museum. And Peter Saffron said it's about a loser from the future who uses basic future technology to come back to today and pretend to be a superhero. Now, normally I'd be interested in blue and uh, not blue, be uh, Booster Gold, and then I was like. This is gonna be the most. This is gonna be a very James Gunn version. This is gonna be very much like Peacemaker. So I, I I've lost interest in it. So for me, the big takeaway is uh, lanterns. That's the one I'm most interested in. Uh, I again I don't Paradise Lost to me. I I I'd feel different if they had announced a Wonder Woman movie and maybe. Because when we look back at the DCEU, when we look at what did they do right, I think the like the thing people will talk about is Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. So mm-hmm. maybe they want to give it a few years of a break, but still, I just... I don't, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's sort
1: of like why...
0: Like, why are you yeah, doing like, authority get, get, before Wonder Woman? Yeah, like, you, what? Yeah.
1: Like, and if you want to give it a break... Give it a break. You don't have to do this prequel thing. I don't
0: yeah. So um, anything jump out at you about those shows? Um. Honestly,
1: not really any that I'm going to jump to. If I had to pick one that's the most interesting, yeah, Lanterns seems the most, like, uh it seems the most interesting in terms of delving into like a, a DC thing. None of them totally captivated me.
0: Yeah. And you know, let's let let's end this on positive note. We also had um the announcement that The Batman Part two that's gonna be the title, the part two like the Godfather part two <laughs> is gonna come out in well, it was gonna come out in twenty twenty five. Who knows what the strikes going on. Mm hmm. But it's supposed to be October third, twenty twenty-five. Rod and Matt Reeves are coming back, and we also know that there's going to be apparently that Superman movie that is going to be written by uh, Ta Nahasi Coates is still in development and will be a Elseworlds movie like the Batman was. Um, I mean, I'd be, I'd be up if. You know, if they're both good, I would love to have different movie versions of Superman, like we are Batman. But I we've heard almost nothing about it, so I doubt that's going to happen. But the Batman Part Two coming in twenty twenty five, even though I didn't love the movie, um, you know, I'll go see it. I won't be like Mm -hmm. super hyped, but uh, I hope that I think there there are even people who dislike the movie and like the movie. There are still. There were some issues people had, pacing issues. Riddler was a very divisive villain. So um, if Matt takes the, the strengths he had in The Batman, which were a lot of strengths, and kind of fixes a lot of the issues they had, I think this could be... I think The Batman 2 could be a very good movie. Could mm-hmm. be, if he fixes the issues, a billion-dollar movie. Because yeah. the first one made 700 and that was when you were just you're starting over so it's kind of a brand new thing so yeah now i don't think it's going to hit 2025 i think brave and the bold will come out first so what do you think about uh the batman part two gain a release date do you think it will stick to that release date <laughs> and uh um uh, what what are you looking forward to about a sequel for the batman
1: well the question is uh You know, did they uh, learn their lesson from the last round of giving release dates? Uh, My guess is no, and the circumstances of today probably don't. Uh, Yeah, it's fair chance it'll be pushed. Yeah,
0: but to be fair, we didn't. No one saw these strikes lasting as long as they have. mm -hmm. Because you know, Uh, for some reason, we live in a world where studios think the CEOs should get more money yeah. in one year than they'll ever use in their life while the people who actually make the content the writers and actors can barely pay rent.
1: Yeah so yeah we're, we're living where um, this keeps going on because uh, uh, the people who already uh, have all of the 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 control and are making the exorbitant amounts of money are like hmm I I want this though I want that I want <laughs> all of it um, so yeah until they decide to do something this is how it's gonna be um, but uh, yeah obviously I am I'm really excited for the Batman part two um, I'm really curious to see what they do decide to pick up with in in the next one. Um, I'm curious. I don't know. Like at this point, I wonder. Like, are they going to decide this is just a duology and really try and like finish it out? Because no, I, I think
0: of, they're going to stick with trilogy and then okay. it'll be done.
1: Part of me was doubtful. Part of me was doubtful that they'd even continue that long. But it sounds Honestly, like, like they like, made room for. I was for
0: fifty it. fifty on if they do another one.
1: Yeah, I mean that's how I was feeling. But it, yeah, maybe they'll make, maybe they'll make it. Um. Uh, yeah. Same thing I I said before. I'm excited to delve into this little world a little, a little longer.
0: Yeah, I don't even have a guess of who the villain could be. There's some people who think it could yeah. be like um the original version of Clayface, who was kind of like a actor who would like disguise himself very well, which could be interesting. But like yeah. I, I I honestly don't know who the villain could be because last one had like like four we had penguin (laughs) riddler i catwoman kind of um joker had cameo and then you had falcone and um
1: i weren't some people kind of speculating and maybe maybe you that the next one was going to be like court of owls or something
0: oh yeah that's that's one i could see um owls.
1: But besides that, part of me of the speculation on whether it was duology or trilogy was like, now like, assuming they're trying to work towards a third one, I think they would probably plan for the third one being Joker. Yeah. But um, this one might be more like Court of Owls or something.
0: Yeah. I could but, see something like that.
1: Yeah. But, well, um, I'm assuming
0: Penguin will still be in it and stuff like that. Because he's a character you, know, you could have, like mm-hmm. a supporting villain. Yeah, he can be Kind of like Scarecrow was in the Nolan movies.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yes. So, guys, there we go. I mean, it's been, well, nine months, but we finally <laughs> got to this list because Paul forced us to, but yeah. yes, it is... Um, you know, despite my reservations, it is a very good slate that they've come up with. More, yeah. In my opinion, more so the movie slate is better than the TV mm-hmm. slate. But Lanterns yeah, I would agree. Should, should be good. But um, there we go, guys. You know what? The DC fun doesn't have to end. You can go and stream The Flash on uh, Max tonight. You can go watch My Adventures with Superman. You can watch the new season of Harley Quinn. Actually, I think today they put up the new season of Tiny Tunes. Ooh. Which isn't DC, but it's one I've been wanting to see. Yeah. So there we go, guys. And you know what? We had our fun with rabbit holes today, didn't we? We just went everywhere, <laughs> even to an <laughs> old 1939 holes, yeah. book. Yeah. Yes.
1: G- yeah. That's my recommendation. A book I haven't read, Gatsby.
0: Yes. This episode brought to you by Gatsby. I'm yeah. sure that um his family will be well compensated for the for the uh. Copies are published thanks to this episode. Yes. Well, guys, there we go. It's, you know, celebrate. Hopefully, we got some DC stuff that we can look forward to. Yeah. A lot of DC stuff. Crisis on Infinite Earths. Watchmen. Batman. Superman. So, there we go, guys. Go watch some DC stuff. And always, 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 always remember to keep... Falling down that rabbit hole. That's right.